0: Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NIL My legal counsel Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NIL my legal counsel. Hits of the week and scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal
1: counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel. Coming at you live on a Friday afternoon, the 4th of March. We are at the uh, the home of the very first FM radio Recording broadcast in 1974, uh, we're in Alexander Street, Crow's Nest, uh, we hired the studio out for this monumental event, you've actually recorded here before, uh, Jack and I are in person for, the, for only the second time ever, third time ever, 30. pub in Melbourne, here at the studio we had to hire, and we're back for season six, we just worked out that we've had six seasons, um, six full seasons, this will be our sixth full season generally what we do is, this is going to be a long show, we potentially will break it up into two parts. There's been a lot of research done. We've got the table stock with beers. Um, We're ready to go. It's five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. We've got our fantasy draft tomorrow. Shout out to the CRI. What does CRI stand for again? Uh, Something colourful, Colourful Racing Individual. Uh, identities, colourful race identity, which was the way that police re- described, basically like those bank robbing pricks that like, really? to, I think so, a colourful race identity, it's like a bookie. Uh, anyway. But into the, back to your
0: science, why did the FM uh, frequency only come in the 70s? I, so, for, uh, radio was all about the wavelength. that, so, yeah. FM, you can't get into the valleys, right? You notice that when you go like to um, True. You know, yes. the
1: Especially in, uh, in the back, you know, anywhere country in New Zealand, you can only get in. Yeah, so it's got a high, it's
0: got a very high frequencies, but A can get down there, that's so why you can listen to like cricket. But why did they, it's definitely got better, it's got better sound, um, yeah, it's got better quality, doesn't it? But AM's more, it gets through, it gets into those dark valleys where you want to listen to cricket somewhere, while you're know, fleecing or shearing. or shearing.
1: We're in the hallowed turfs of you know, the studio here at Alexander Street, Crows Nest, so it's a special place to be kicking off the season. What we normally do is, as I said, this will be a long episode, we're going to go through every team. Lots of print work's been done. We've got our top eights, we've got our top fours, we've got our premiers. Now, last year, I haven't gone back and looked at the show, but I think we picked the grand final. We both picked, no, sorry. No, didn't I say Manly? Yeah, I think Manly. I said Penrith but I think I said Penrith like Melbourne. I said Manly Rabbits. So we're close enough. Yeah, yeah I mean-, as, I mean as Tom, I, Wales, you know, Tom Wales,
0: Tom Wales, Wales was a little ways like it's back into where, um, our um, club, who calling our shit out. He's never called out our great calls, like the one I just listened to before about me about Brandon
1: Smith. So Jack, we, we went through a couple of old episodes and we checked, just clicked on a random episode of 2017, it was Tim Maide Martin's debut, and that's why his picture was that with the episode, and it talked about a young, North Queensland Hooker, Brandon Smith. So good league knowledge. You've always been a big fan of his. We both have. We're in person. We are um, we're talking the preview of the season of the 2022 season. Before we do, huge impact um, on many, over 50% of the players at the moment in the NRL Polynesian descent. And they lost the original Trailblazer. Would you call him that he was the Trailblazer? Olsen, Olsen Filipina, half Māori, half Samoan, yeah. so he actually talks to both um, the Indigenous New Zealanders and the Pacifica players, one of the first Trailblazers, came out from New Zealand, played in Australia, he's got an incredible story, you've read his book and you want to just have a little bit of a, just a cap on because he passed maybe two, three weeks ago, I don't know, a lot of listeners will, will probably not know a huge amount about him, but, um, yeah, so uh, Olsen
0: started his rugby league at the Famous Comedy East uh, Hawks Club in Auckland, which... The Man Witches Wichita Club. he's then number one Ruben fan. Wichita's Club? Uh No, Ruben was over Leopards. Um So, yeah, so he obviously passed away. So his story was in the mid to late 70s, he dominated the Auckland Club Rugby League scene. Uh, Carl mm-hmm. Park, Muddy Fields, like this is... Um this was a different Auckland back then. This was before Roger Nollocks and stuff like that. This was there was a someone sent me a photo uh, a, a pub crawl through Auckland CBD and like not least, sent me eight. Wow. And there was literally pubs on every corner. Wow. Now well, there's probably two or three. It's not that city. It's not that sort of city. So it was just a different it was really a piss-up regularly sort of city. Olsen got spotted, I think I think it was New South Wales, uh, Redside, came over and played uh Auckland, and um, they, were, uh, they were really impressed with him. He came over to Sydney, played for Balmain. Now, you say he's a trailblazer. I also think, I think Henry Tartner uh, may not get all the kudos he should do, because Henry Tartner was in the 70s, he was a goal kicking prop for the St. George Dragons. But I guess Olsen was, the way he played his football, uh, the average Aussie Bogan stood up and took notice, because he was just playing for flat boards, a mixture of power and clear.
1: Is it, is, it, is it fair to say that he was one of the original proponents of reggae football? we oh, oh,
0: based the show on. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. So he went to Balmain, and obviously, you know, people could see his talent. There was no doubt about it. But as I've been I've seen on, the, I've seen on the show before, having played league in both New Zealand and Australia, I put the difference down to. New Zealanders, if you, if you play rugby league in New Zealand, you play it for fun. Mm-hmm. There's no money in it, there's no, uh, like, you don't get all the... It's a single class, it's, it's a family semi, game. It's a family it's game, you know, you can you play it while i and all that, that's acceptable. Ra rah, you sort of play it, you might be good at it, you might be able to make some money, get respect from the business community. League just play it for the fun, because you don't get all that stuff. Aussie, you get here and it is a business. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I played for the pre I was like, fuck. These guys are hard out. Like they wanted to be pros. Mm. You know, it was just yeah. So Olsen came here in that different culture. I think he he struggled to adjust. You know, he was used to like training being uh, one lap round the oval and mm-hmm. had a touch, uh, mm-hmm. which was the famous quote from you and Grady from Warree. But yeah. So and then he so the old. I mean, all, most of you guys would know about this, but obviously, I think it was Frank Hyde that was the main coach. And look. Uh, also some wonderful things, but he didn't do the, I'd say, the 1% percenters that Frank Reich. He dropped it down the reserve grade. However, he was always first picked for the Kiwis because back in those days, and Rihari, you'll remember this, a lot of our listeners will remember this, we, we didn't actually have two quality, it, wasn't it was not probably the, the last 10 Late years. We were
1: picking guys from reserve grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris oh. Narni Louis picked Chris Nalino after two first grade games. Quite a lot, but we could never pick two proper
0: first-grade no. NRL halves. No way. It was always yeah. into benefit to It's only it Nigel Bugner. Yeah. So it was even worse in the 80s. So we picked him out of um first-grade, he uh, was in bed all the time. And he always, when he put on that black and white jersey, he grew another leg, as they say. He was phenomenal. And, you know, the famous uh, game in 85, we, you know, he outplayed Wally Lewis, who was a goal. I was going to mention
1: that one. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I've... I was blown away by, I've just read excerpts of his book and the racism that he, you know, the, the calls that he would get from the crowd and, and just suburban Australian grounds, suburban Sydney grounds. And just, uh, I guess he's one of the only people I've really heard talk about it at the time. And I'm sure that many of the Indigenous Australians. And just yeah, probably
0: and some, the of Europeans and stuff that came over too. Is it
1: just amazing that he went through that? And I'm sure it weigh on him a lot. Um, but the pioneer for I think what the Polynesians of this current um, era look up to him is the, the way that he played. And he was broken from the he was a big burly six. Yeah. Like he was Wally Lewis's build Maybe the bigger, no, bigger. he was
0: stockier, a big white. So but the, he would chip and chase. He, and chip and he, he would throw the ball around and he was If, the I, say, the if I say so probably the most general Plays the devil sport and all that, mm. but he, he was probably the first uh, worldwide uh, uh, context global context sport person, right? He got famous on what we call the Lomu, yes. and if I say Lomu, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, what well, that's the Philip Pine nickname? What Philip Pine to it? It's a shunt.
1: So some it's a shunt.
0: Some on, on the rugby, it's a shunt. When they you get, the yeah. hit, you get to get A of bump a, a shunt. shunt. Um, we just call it long moving so well don't, we also call it the Maori so i like you've got lots of space to move, but you just go
1: straight through the middle exactly right. so Philip um, another great thing I was reading about him was a couple of things stood out for me was his tennis games against Ardee yeah Benton. he's quite against good like like, tibs, tibs like that <laughs> just you just never see Polynesians on a tennis court no. and especially ones of his side, side. Yeah, so, but this is Tim, do you listen to this? He How exactly much great. talent is there untapped in the Polynesian to this He was an amazing athlete. The other one that um, I think someone wrote on a Facebook post or something, and he used to be, he was a garbage yeah. man. Right. Um, all the rugby, all the Devils Sport, the contact sport players were garbage in back in the day as well. So when I was little. He I was Devils used, Sport. I, was so used I, was what? To, I used to want to be a garbage because all the contact sport players were garbage men, and they were all we ended up playing for the New Zealand contact yeah. sport team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Philip Wino was a gardener to the day off mm. And he used to come and he used to interact with the kids and he used to just be such a personality. Just goes to show you the type of character he had all the way through. Someone yeah. who has had, uh, achieved such high level with such a tiny niche in life,
0: yeah, but went on to
1: have just a long career, again, making people happy. Oh. And I mean, look,
0: we love rugby league for many things, but I think that's still. And to a certain extent, I think that still happens, is that seeing sort of a hero on a local ground, some sort of a local ground like Hart, and then him doing your rubbish collection, like that is, like I know you like the NFL and stuff like that, but that's not going to happen in America,
1: is it? Like, and that's
0: the romance of our sport.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Alfie Lang and our mate's old man and the Sunshine Coast, um, <sighs> trying to get him out for a beer. Um, that's the romance of rugby league yeah. <laughs> Legends of the game Just yeah. kicking around yeah, yeah, with yeah. the average show um, R.I.P. Olsen Philip Piner. another one passed last week Wayanga, Tuigamala, was Gamala oh, Contact yes. sport player, sadly passed was an Very good league player An incredible league player for uh, well, yeah. Wigan Actually led the Samoan Revolution yeah. Rugby League, he actually led the Tomlin, um, here again. No. The Samoan Revolution Rugby League Yeah, but I mean he actually so, he chose players like, after going through, I think, a number of years where we didn't pick players, we couldn't pick players because Wigan wouldn't release them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he got to the point of the World Cup where he was actually leading that and um, wanted to shout at him. And, and again, a pure contact sport player, but an absolute athlete. Joey and Derry died on the same day. Yeah. So, insane. So, start off with some bad news. But anyway, rest in peace, those three guys. We're here to talk about the seasoning here. And we're going to make some big calls. We're going to make some bold calls. We've got our eights. We're going to go through it alphabetically. Jack's already finished his second beer. I'm halfway through. So that means that there's going to be, uh, there'll be a few, you know, there'll be some sounds of cracking beers. You're just going to sit back yourself. You should be cracking a beer. Hopefully this will be posted on Saturday morning. Not Tama
0: Wells if he's on a uh, a combine harvester.
1: Riding on a combine harvester or horseback in the regional New Zealand. Um, shout out to you know. Um, I want to shout out to special. Uh, we've got a lot of feedback in the north uh, of England. Um, asking for the show to come on. Obviously, we're passionate ladies and as that Lee heartland and everything.
0: Really. And well, a few Ukrainians sent a few messages about they want to hear us because they're dead betting down the hatches. So hopefully, we can, give, hopefully a we can give a
1: little bit of pleasure out there to every small corner of the world, um, which I know that we've got a number of uh, a number of different landscapes that we touch. First things first, so I've done my research, okay? But I, I know i am got a rugby league week at the airport. You've got the lead. But wide. what about those so days? We, we used to do lead
0: trips and that, and it was like an unwritten rule. You had to pick up a rugby league week through it's the true. airport. It it
1: was. I mean, I've probably told this story before, <laughs> but when I was at school one year, and I, and I went through probably a couple of years of being a real bad. Not bad. The years? Not, no, well before, time. I was probably 10. Right. And I remember at one stage, teachers didn't know what to do with me, so they just let me build a rugby league scrapbook. With, I bought rugby league... You yeah, no, this to me. I bought rugby league weeks to school, to Island Primary, and I just built a rugby league. I cut out my favourite <laughs> pictures oh, and I agree. glued them with a glue stick to a... Um, you know, and my, and yeah. And yeah. I remember one specific image on the front page was Ben Dias cuddling his mum after all Oh, yeah, so, yeah, two yeah. That bleeding face, yeah. so... You're a big um, male fan. I was a huge male fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read his book, My Life in Football, a number, of, a number of times. We're going to start with the Broncos. And I'm going to go through a few things. I'm going to read out the team list. I'm going to read out the odds. I'm going to get stuck in. Um, we'll look at their uh, their chances for the season. The ins for the Broncos this year. Adam Reynolds, Luke Capewell, the ghost of Brinko League. Billy oh, Walters, cool, yeah. Ryan James. No, know that, that. That's the one that yeah. That'll sneak up on him. The Outs, John Asiata, you wouldn't have known he played last year. Xavier Coates, Anthony Milford, Brody Croft, Danny Lee, Levi, Alex Glenn retired. 2021, they were seven and seventeen. So last year. A terrible year for I'm them. They were, they were 14. Basically, the Cowboys, they only were over the Cowboys by 40 points 40 games. The talent, who I'm going to kind of pin this year down to, and, and who's going to be on the back of it is obviously Reynolds, Katoni Staggs, uh, Tessie New, Jordan Ricky, Patrick Corrigan, Haas, Selden Yes, yep. I know you're a Selden Cobay fan. To win the comp 26, top and- eight, $3. One of our. Um one of the key things I think this year for, for the Broncos is can can and will can tony Stags play six. How will his combination go with Reynolds? I went through the Broncos and I almost had almost did a 360 on a couple of times. 180, 360, 180 actually. Sometimes to- some I really like them, but I go back down to one thing, which is probably the thing that's hanging over their head the most, and that's Kevin Walters. If they had a better coach, the talent that they have, the advantage that they have in Suncorp Stadium being a Brisbane one-town team, they yeah. could probably, under a better coach, be a team that's around that six and seven mark. Yeah, right? well I've got the mate. Really? I've
0: got the mate, because that, that team, and I, and, and, and I think you said well, they're re-hardy. The one, This is the Brisbane Broncos we're talking about, it was an yeah, aberration was, last year. Wow. There is a team, a city of two million people that is there only to before If they don't get their act together before the Dolphins come in, they could be really on the back foot. So I see them coming back this year. Um, What's the key to them making the act? What needs to happen for them to make the act? Well, I think Reynolds has to say that, um, and then it's just in, in terms of just those combinations with uh, Reynolds. But... You see, and this is what I'm saying, they get some momentum. They've got players like
1: Brandon Piakura. Kuro. Mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, he's a he's, superstar. He's basically like a next generation, which is crazy because the guy's so damn sick. But, he, but he's talked about in the same, same conversations as your Tino's nosed that FF is in terms of that level at that age. Yeah, yeah well, I was be more sunny, Bill.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. So keep this, you know, if we're listening in 2027 and our... Twelfth year, I'd like people to remember I mentioned Brandon Peacock is going to be a superstar.
1: I think TC Robarty is another guy. He's, yeah, 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 Obviously, Capewell is a big signing, but they need they need more Capewells. But they've got yeah. Ryan, they've got Ryan James starting, who's just not that guy anymore. They've got guys like Corey Pate starting. Albert Kelly is in the halves because well, that's the, in the, the it's first yeah. couple of weeks, Albert Kelly's in the halves. Now, are they going to play Statics at six? If if what I'm I reading, I don't think they need to. Well, they're playing Billy Walters, and then it just goes back to Kevin Walters. Like you're a fucking idiot. You've got Adam Reynolds there, Yeah, so but you can't be playing Billy Walters against Tyson Gamble when Albert no, Kelly. Okay. Prost- fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. they've lost the fucking fans already right there. Does Cobo start ahead of New? Because New is the. Well, New's in
0: June, I three weeks. And Cobo, if you love Lee, you can see the way he moves. is almost a uh, young David Peachy sort of uh, uh, rhythm. So, look, well, he can be anything that can. Um, the kid from Schurburg, uh which is. Chris Sando. Sherbrooke. So, it's an indigenous uh, uh, community, or reservation town. What's the name of the town over the other side sort of the river. Anyway, tweet us that if you know the answer. Uh, I'll tell you who came from there. It was Gavin...
1: Miller? Cooper Grant. Cooper,
0: Cooper, Cooper.
1: I have the Broncos 10th. I also see a universe where the Broncos are mm-hmm. the rabbit. Now, every year we talk about the rabbit. Yeah, 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 St. George yeah, yeah. are our favourite rabbit every the year. Yeah, but they are 6-1 yeah. to start the season but yeah. they're plummeting yeah. and missing the air. Now they've done it a lot. Mira McGregor was the ultimate rabbit coach. Yeah. I see a universe where the Broncos are the Rabbit this year. They start well. Everyone's talking about Reynolds, and then potentially it's a bit of a car crash. Reynolds does a Hammy. Yeah. Kevin Wallace does Kevin Wallace. Yeah. They yeah. lose players to Origin, yeah. and then boom, oh, they go. And then I can see people talking about them getting overtaken by the by the Dolphins, uh, dolphins <laughs> for the next year. Yeah. So there's a, it's a huge. They've got they've lost some talent. Reese Walsh. David Fafita, they've lost his big name talent. They catch Stags, and I think Stags Stags is an incredible player. Yeah. I just don't think he's. Why do we might ask you? Just uh, yeah. big injuries. But is there a worry with him? Well, well, I think he's, he he gets injured a lot. Um, window yeah. update: the window's closed because this is going to be a feature of oh, okay. every team. Yeah. The window yeah. means the Premiership window. Yeah. Now, a Premiership window is a portal of time where they can win the premiership. And with that team there, they can't win it. So I'm gonna say close, what do you say? It's closed.
0: However, someone is walking over there with the idea of unlocking it and
1: opening it. So are they one big name away? Uh, they could win it in three years. Yeah, I think that they're down to like many teams in our, in our game. So like, it's closed, like it's closed this year, Look, I mean, but someone's walking
0: towards it
1: the, the, there's a few players in the NRL right now that go to any team and they, and they have the window open. Like if Cleary goes to name a team, the window's open. The dogs. Yeah, I think. Nah. Cleary and Burton in the house of the dogs, well, they, they have that open. It's so hypothetical. But, but then they, you know, they bring other players, don't they? Okay, so Broncos, look, 26 bucks to win. 3 bucks for the top 8, not bad. Don't mind that. Probably one of the more polarizing teams in the comp this year and again probably one of the ones i struggle with the most Um, Oi. they have ends begins this year Jamal Fogarty Adam Elliott, Peter Holler, Nick Cottridge has come back still very young Nick Cottridge out is George Williams, Ryan James, Sir Lee Bailey Sinel, Simon Zay C.S. retired yeah, it was under yeah,
0: someone saw sort in of the like hat
1: hill the other week. Curtis um, Scott, Dunas, Louis. I've lost some of those real raiders know, takes, type guys. Twenty twenty one they were 10th. Um, never could get it together last What year. happened there? Never I could get it together. So if you look at the ladder from last year. It was a real window closing. Uh, well remember that the last two rounds, okay? Um, so the Titans, the Sharks and the Raiders all finished on twenty two points. Um, the Raiders just had to win one of their last couple and they they fucked it, they they should have been the team that made the game. they were the talent that they're going to build around obviously, you know, these are their household names, Whiten, Apale Tapine, CNK I think the emergence of Emre Gula, I think this year have you seen his mum? no, She's quite attractive so you you obviously got a few skills and uh, talents, one of them is uh, immediate family of. This Raleigh is a This is exactly mum. No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sitting to mum as well. I don't know his mum. He's of is he Turkish descent? Turkish, yeah. yeah. So he's got a good nose on here, but yeah, I like it. Very, very nice. So notes I've got here: no George Williams for me. This is this is what I'm scared of. on the radius back so no George Williams, right? So you have got Fogarty in there, but this means that you're turning the team completely over to the combination of Jack White and, and Hodgson. For me it's like going back in time. You actually going not backwards because you're giving a guy who's past his prime, who's past yeah, his peak, yeah. who's been really injury injury leverage uh injury ravaged. ravaged. He's only really in the public eye because he's got a contract with Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. We love him. Mancurian. Yeah. Manchuan. But he's fucking not a good regular league player and you're going to have him being the center point of your attack. He runs the ball way too much. Yeah, I, 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 Josh Hodgson and Jack White, who I admit I've had to do a, a 180 on at different times in the past. That is not a recipe for success. That's not a recipe for a team that i going to get behind. And I do not like the Raiders this year at all. Um, if I'm looking at, you know. Well, they nice. not. I've said before, why aren't they being talked about the spoon? That's a bowl call. That's, it's a,
0: think, look, it's, that bowl calls, that's a bowl call. That's what bowl was called, maybe, the show. But I think... Well, let's explore that. It bit. could be... If Ricky... The thing about Ricky, but if you talk about the rabbit,
1: what's what the opposite? tortoise. They could be there and it all in okay, so, so worst case scenario is they are the tortoise. They're 0-5. So, you know how last year yeah. when the Manny were 0-4, we did not fucking... We did not... We were new We knew what We yeah. did not down them yeah. once. And you can fucking... Check the yeah. fucking receipts last year on LC. When we were there. Um, the other tortoise this year, they don't get out of it, mate. Ricky had a fucking go at how many players last year, and I saw a, I saw a press conference this year. and he said, hey, how does he have a fucking in his bonnet that the Raiders are hard done by?" It's I like, just don't fucking get it. He's already saying the Canberra Raiders have already been. Have you seen yeah. that fucking quote? Yeah. fuck, Ricky? Yeah. I know so many, there's so many good Raiders people in my life. Yeah. Ben Hayos, yeah. Henry Budd, uh, Damien Pashby. Look. Jocko. I was a fucking Raiders fan, I understand. But the biggest issue is this club has a noose around their neck. It's the nepotism of Ricky Stewart. It flows from the furnace. They've yeah. got to get rid of Stewart. But who is the next coach? Alan Hunt. Is he? Is he doing 20s or something? I don't 20, know. No, no. no, it's actually. Uh, McFadden. Andrew McFadden is their sister. Oh, yeah. right. oh, we know about it. He's not good. He's not good. Kippy, What a shit name. The worst that they have I think on the positive side, okay, they had an incredible 2019-20. They lost a grand final. But will they be remembered for the ghost of Egypt Lee?
0: Yes. The storm in the no, that was,
1: So that, their
0: window, it was like the biggest French Bay window you've ever seen. Gorgeous window. And it was a gorgeous uh, <laughs> <And> a <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful view. And then Indrick Lee got tagged and, and didn't see it was like you know you walk through the window and you can't see it. and then they had to fix it and they
1: had to and it's just So that was 2019. I think it was
0: 2019. No, it was twenty, it was twenty, that was. 2016. No! Good the ghost of Edric Lee was not 2016. It ghost of Edric Lee was 2016. Wow! That was what it was. I know it was. Wow, so that's that when the storm bit the cowboy. That's
1: it. Uh, yeah, uh, that was when Storm lost the sharks. Hang on. Yes! No, that's Edric Lee was for the sharks back then. You're going to continue. No,
0: no, no, no. The ghost of Mitchell when he when what he was on the outside and he yes. did a corner he dropped yes, it. Yes, against the Stormers. I was watching with Mick Darling, one crew, and Penny at yeah. Tarami and Laura uh, Stadium. I they
1: they made the grand final in 2019. Roosters beat them for the back to back year.
0: Yeah, this morning, Yeah, yeah With the six again.
1: 2020, another good year. Lost no, to the roost, Roosters. They beat the, the, semi. They, beat, they beat the Roosters at the ECG the semi, didn't they? Tarpanay, the Tarpanay game? Or did they lose no,
0: no, they, they lost, lost it. Yeah, lost no, the they game. lost at Suncorp. They went up there. They had to play Storm at Suncorp and got blown away because they played their game the night before against Roosters, roosters
1: at ECG. Correct. You were there, I think. Tarpanay. The Tarpanay game. Yeah, definitely. go he's good. Chance Nkakoklodstad go missed 17 games in 2021. Now, yeah. for me, if he starts, okay. So we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about teams. C.N.K. Kotrich, Croker, who was a fucking cadaver at the stage, was yeah, a yeah, dead body. Yeah. Sebastian Chris Albert Hovawadi. Now that's the side that I'd like to expose. Yeah, yeah. I'd be yeah, running a lot of traffic on this yeah, yeah, side. Exactly. Jack Whiten. Now Fogarty's in your Brad Schneider. I have never heard this cunt's <laughs> name in my life. He's useless. I've never heard his name before.
0: Oh, my God. Brady, Brady. Josh
1: Papali, who won it out last year. You saw it in his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Josh Hodgins, a dead man walking. Mate, so are you now standing with these stupidies? Joseph Tapanay, whose mumsy was fighting with Ricky Stewart last year. Yeah. Hudson Young, who started off with the got exposed bro. Yeah, yeah. Back exactly. After the Here's this hater who got exposed. Elliot
0: Whitehead, and just, Adam, what's Elliot Whitehead right now? He's like, um, he's like Jake Tubervich without a famous brother. He's what like, there, um,
1: he's like Josh Jackson's long lost brother right now. Just a couple I mean. of white fucking plotters that have just passed their time. Yeah. And Adam Elliot is 13. Hey, so Ryan's son has to start 13. You've got Corey Harroy and Ira and Imre Gula. You've actually got some really nice and Tom Starlin. You yeah. got a nice bench. They need to freshen up. But that was immediately. thats a huge loss. Fuck off, mate. He's good. He's fucking trash. We know who's gone. Jordan Rapana is actually out. Yeah, he yeah, makes the team look, lot the team look yeah, a lot yeah. more, quite, more deadly. Quite, quite, quite. And that's why. I just, just, yeah, I been, the, just, I just. with them Did you? I can't see on the Raiders. I can't. I have them at eleven tier, but I have them in a tier, a fourteen tier, which I'm going to expose later. I've got them eleven, missing the eight. They their odds this year uh, to win the comp they are sitting at twenty three dollars. So they are the ninth favorite with the tag. Where have you got them? Uh,
0: Rays. Yeah, well, fourteen to sixteen bracket. Fourteen. Wow.
1: Jeez, that is um, that's insane. That's a, that's a big call. Onto the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Big ends this year. Josh Adokar, Max King, Matt Burden, Brett Naden, Matt Dufty. How many fucking mats do you want? Paul Vaughan, Tevita Padmoy Jr. They've been the most active club in the offseason. They've signed a shitload of players. Out, Nick Meany, William Hopawadi, a favourite of the show. Adam Elliott, Christian Crichton, Dylan Napa. Last year, they were 3-21. They were 16. The talent, I guess, who they're going to revolve the team around is Josh Adokar, Matt Bird, and Luke Thompson, TPJ. I'm a big fan of Aaron Shoup. I like him. Big fan. One to watch out for. Hawaii's doing a little research Off-season. Bondi. Bailey, Biondai, Odo.
0: Yeah, yeah, He last
1: year, mate. Well, I just saw enough there. Do you like JMK? No, I don't like JMK. He's better than you think, though. Yeah, he's better than I was just thinking. He's better than you think. There's nothing nothing much to like yet. They they are, for me, the same team as last year. Because they have lost Cottridge. Like, you've got to understand that. The dogs aren't going to get this front foot. Like Matt Boone's not going to be able to make too much of a difference yet. They go towards it. you, yeah. Cause it's, it's not going to be there. You've got... And Ed I don't, is
0: already... Don't, I don't, I'm not going to talk about trials, but I think Ed Car is more interested in his probing brand.
1: Let's drop, baby. Is it let's drop? Yeah. I think that the dogs... Now, obviously, it's not the dogs. The dogs are going to be a side in two years or three years that they're building. They have to get... Um they have to do something uh to keep building that team. But they've got the worst player in the NRL currently scheduled for a wing spot and Jaden Oginball. Oh Matt Dance's going balls. Matt too. Dufty is one of the worst fullbacks in the game. Like if you actually go through the fullbacks and rank them one to sixteenth, he can't tackle. He's sixteenth, isn't he? He couldn't get a job. He's sixteenth. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh... Tend to agree So when
1: you say He's the worst Fullback in the comp, Like people are like talking about Matt that as a signing He's it's the worst Fullback in the comp. Aaron Shulman Aaron
0: Shulman you call it Nice I
1: never really Have liked Brett Nades, so I think it's interesting To see him Drink water Who's playing No they're playing Fidel. So, yeah, like. so Fidel, I guess Dufty Can talk about I don't know, um, 5 Alexander Street Crow's Nest. Uh, jo- Josh had O'Carr. Jack's just ordering beers here. What do you want? What are you trying to do here? Order some beers. Okay. Wow. I've got some more at the end. I've got some more in the fridge down the end. Oh, we'll pause it. Well, we'll do it in a sec. Oh, yeah, Chill out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not concentrating. Yeah, I do Matt all. Burden and Jake Avarillo. Oh,
0: he is I, so I, bad. He's
1: well, not
0: he good at He's not good at that. He's a good centre or winger, but why would you play him in the halves? He's too it's straight. like you see a good player and you're like, "Oh, they need to
1: be in the halves." I don't like that about league. Josh everyone, like Luke Thompson, Jerry Marshall, King, Paul Bourne, TPJ, Jack Henderson—who I like—he's just never going on the field. Yeah. What do you think of Luke Thompson? The rugby league world is split. I feel like on him. Like he came over with a huge rap, then got slagged, he got dropped, but then at the end of last year, I felt like he came on again. When you sit with him. All Josh Graham, J Jay. Uh,
0: I think there's too much weight to speed with
1: he's, he's, he's a bit bulky. Is it, is it is it unfair because he's a ginger that's died his hair blonde from the north of England that he gets compared to James Graham he shouldn't be. He's that's not it. a ginger. He is. Really? He's, he's one of those gingers that dies their hair blonde. They're trying to cover up what they are. They're daywalkers. Daywalkers? That's what they call them once. But what's what? South a what? The good <laughs> day I don't know why. Always <laughs> that funny. Um the window for them is closed. Trent Barrett first coach fired. Question mark. Oh yeah. Um, I mean it does he end up at right? I just Trent Barrett couldn't get a team with Abby corussell at the nine at nine, both is fit and healthy, Data Chair Evans. He couldn't get them. He had them 14th place. he's the worst coach. But he's good mate for people. I just want him to keep the job because if we see anything like that,
0: <laughs> would he like lose right, it yeah, in yeah, the press yeah, yeah. conference?
1: You like, like that, It's, yeah, it's yeah. the greatest thing of have ever conference. Oh, he's stressed at the trial form. There's nothing to like it. 2023, they'll get kick out. They'll probably get a couple more. Bam. it's rotten from the inside out. Yeah. My bold prediction is that Matt Burt becomes like, oh, maybe he was just a guy in a panther's minor. Maybe he isn't that guy. I reckon he becomes... Maybe he's just Michael Butner. I already becomes Trent Barrett. What? Amazing.
0: But didn't, doesn't do anything. Like, doesn't would be Barrett is a phenomenal player. Oh no, you do know. it. But so it's, but he also has some shit teams.
1: I have the dogs overperforming, finishing 13th. Now the bottom four is fucking horrific this year, but it's very clear for me. And they are in the bottom four. So anyone from 13, 14, 15, 16th can finish there. by yeah, right yeah. the dogs at the top of the litter and 13th, which is a very good season coming for 321. Yeah, But they've I'll, got to get a
0: coach. I've got them last. 15. No, 15.
1: 15th. Yeah, Fair enough. Can you last for a bit? Yeah, we one more. One, one more team group for a bit. This one's going to, uh, this one's, this yeah. one's, I would say, the hardest team to rank. I've just said that three times. I'm just repeating myself, I've said that <laughs> fucking about the Raiders and the Broncos already. I yeah. honestly genuinely think I, I had real trouble with the Sharks. Inns, Dale Finnecane, Meknu Kubalu, Cameron McInnes, the forgotten man of the NRL, and Nico Wines. Manny Cavallo's there, that's a, an interesting one. Outs. Oh, Fitzgibbon loves it. Outs. I think Manny Cavallo's a terrible player. Outs. Sharon Woods, Sean Johnson, Chad Townsend, Will Chambers, Josh Durgan, and Anne McDonald. So they've got rid of this fucking nooses of yeah, money from a yes. salary perspective and Chambers and Townsend. Johnson was on big money too, so that cleared a whole heap of salary. But they probably ended up with Finucane and the Hines. But I, I feel like the Sharks, this is probably the year before the year for them. Yep. Like, I just feel like they have cleared a huge amount of cap. they will probably clear for Figueroa at the end of this year, who's another massive contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure if this is last year. This is the talent, though, that they have. And this is when I started to like, get a little bit excited. Brendan Hammond um, urelli Nico Mines, Sioni Katoa, and Ronaldo Molota. They're just two try scoring freaks. I love both. Bubba Kennedy, who yeah. surprised everyone last year. Yeah. Jesse Raymond. Brighton Nakora. who I think would be better under um, Craig Robinson. He's, I think not, he's an underrated. He's one of the most. You know, he used to be
0: right league. He should be up there with one of the most underrated players. I think
1: he had a terrible season last year, but it's because he's dropped a bit. Yeah. I think Fitzgibbon. Now I remember Fitzgibbon what he did to Frank Paul Newasale, he changed his career. I think this, he, he did this a lot with uh, Polynesian players, Franklin he he's huge on diet, he's huge yeah. on lifestyle, he's huge on, um, you know, just training, and just yeah, being a yeah. being professional footballer. Yeah. So there's gonna be some guys here that come in and, know him, and I reckon Brandon Hammond Urelli Ooh. and Nekora, a couple of those guys. There. And you were picking the Fafita songs, the, the Renaissance, Renaissance yeah, Fafita. <laughs> I think fe- I just had an for eye on for the, the trials. The foxes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I ball. am all the way. Fan. I am all the way in. I'm yeah. all the way on for foxes. Yeah.
0: Well, I think he's gonna have a good year this year. Well, because Fitzgibbon will, Yeah, as you say, he'll tell the expectations, and I think he'll. Yeah, you know, I think he's been that battered and stuff, but his body's It's the irony of sports sometimes or league sometimes when you spend so much time on
1: the field, your body actually's. Can better. I just felt, I saw something in his eyes in that Indigenous game. <laughs> I just saw something no. in him, and I think he's had a good off-season. I love he, that, he, he's... What about that he put on for Newtown though last year? It's one of the most dog acts we've <laughs> ever seen. It's, it's horrendous. That's sort of why we like him. I think we like the feeder more than the average, the average league punter. But yeah. I, I, there's a he's lot. got like those leads... I don't even mention Toby Rudolph, who I genuinely like. Yeah. Yeah. I see Karen because I've got premiership window, ajar. <laughs> What's ajar, mean? Slightly ajar. Slightly open.
0: Yeah, so you're saying next year. I'm saying, yes. Yeah, no, so I'm it's, saying this year. It's ajar. Yeah, to me, it's just, someone's opening it. Yeah. But like, it was closed. Last year, I honestly thought it, it was one of those things of everything, jobs staying healthy. They were my dark horses. So, yes, someone is lifting it up. Someone's about to lift it up. Yeah, for sure. But they not win. Again, like,
1: yeah. I think that it's a very hard argument to win against a, a, in this market that we're in, in the Australian yeah. League market. The Sharks last year were 10 and 10, nine and, yeah. 9 and 8 with Johnson, playing incredible. They were like, the way that he was using Katoa and Bulatawa, yeah. Baba Kennedy, he was combining with Moylan, he was getting that ball off Brady eight, Colin Tracy. He was, he was killing it. He gets injured. They lose four straight. They miss the eight. It's not fucking rocket science. Nah. Like, the year before that, he was basically in the day of the end, yeah. got injured, and they may have just hung on the eight and lost to the Raiders in Canberra. Yeah. The Sharks... Who's playing seven with Nico Hines? Is it Moylan? Is it Trindle? Is it Metcalf? Who the Warriors are actually
0: saying? Yeah, saw? I, well, I play Trindle every day of the week. Alright. But Metcalf looks good, but...
1: Well, I, I have... Three apartment condo on Moiland Island and I've always been on I've always liked <laughs> yeah, yeah I've always liked Moylan. when he was there. I feel like I feel like I had unearthed it when he was at New South Wales fullback I was the one calling from. him to be there don't you know his was like, brother or something no nah. who does nah. no I made him mind hooked up with his missus though. I won't name him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got here as a note does the four pack scare anyone so, if the feed is not there... Yes! Oh, no, no, hang on. If the feed is not there... Graydon, right? Roycey. The starting four pack, right? You can bring all these guys off the bench. But let's just go to the sharks here, okay? I think we ta- we, we basically talked ourselves into this when we were, um, we were doing a, the pre-show. Um, but we have got... A four pack starting off. Fafida, of Braley, Rudolph, Teg, White, and Wilton. Teg, Wilton. Nikora, and Furuke. What happened Jack Williams? He's just. But then we went to the bench and we had Brandon Hamlin, Ueli, Royce Hunt, and Sio Sefer Talakai. Fuck me! With no. Brandon Trindle? Franklin Pele, did you see him? Look, <laughs> that is a. Wow. Well, I... I have the Sharks on eighth
0: spot. And if you see the new stadium right? hey, this is what we need to talk about. They're back the sharks. What is it? Like well, that was just not league. they're playing cold ground. It was
1: disgusting. The sharks for me have a high they can they can move a bit. Comes down to the pairing still with Nico Hines. I think Nico Hines is one of the brightest young players in our game. I think he's well, gonna, I think he's gonna he's going to be play. the guy that leads the storm and gets better. Like Blair. <laughs> But
0: you know, I, 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 I love it. we don't know, we can't, one thing I will say, we can't judge trials, but jeez, we're what, six days away, we are, we're going to see this place. I it? saw him
1: playing half-back first receiver in the Indigenous game, I loved every. everything. Yeah, yeah, I think that he is a smart good Florida, player. He's a, he's a footballer, he's a, he's a footballer, and we're just going to find the right combination, they've got Moylan, who's not going to finish half a season, so you've got Trindle, Tracy, and Metcalf to choose from. They've yeah, got a few options. They do, don't they? Yeah. And they've got a ball playing fullback fallback as well. Kennedy, Trace you, is a ball player. You you do not want to be playing the Sharks in the first round of the play. Because if will having them. having yeah, them. He's got them believing.
0: Yeah, I know. No, no. And it's, I think the Conella area, now with the whole uh, entertainment district they've got around They're the they're biggest field. team in the
1: shop, They're the biggest team in the South, aren't they? Oh. No, oh, no, no. doubt. Where do you have them? I have them in 8th. Probably oh, not either. Night. Oh, but, but I this, this Do you want to revise that? Yeah, we'll, you don't we'll, have to make the 8 We've talked our way. Uh, what are we about here? Do you want to... Oh, you can change this. It's a, it's, it's a free flowing show.
0: show. Uh, no, I can't I can't get rid of the wrong
1: Should I know who i have got the I've got the ninth. Uh, As you said, they can move. Okay. We're going to go again before your next beer. Okay? I'll yep. just finish my way to go. We're going to quickly whiz through the next one. Because I... I, I I don't think there's a huge um this one doesn't take a rocket science to work out who this team is. They are who they are every year. They're all gonna be on the fringe of the eight, they're gonna be up and down, they're gonna do fucking some great things some days, and they're gonna do some horrible things other days. They are the Gold Coast Titans. Isaac Liu, Paul Turner, Will Smith, a personal favourite of yours. Out of the side. Tyrone Petit, Jamal Fogarty, Ash Taylor, their halves combination. Mitch are in their nine. They're losing their spine. Anthony Don. One of the greatest titans of all time. Yeah. i put Titan, i put Don up there with Kevin Gordon and David Lee, yeah. and William Simpson. And, and Brad Myers
0: and Anthony Frenchie.
1: Matt Rogers, Preston Campbell, oh, Nathan Bailey. Friends, Luke Bailey yeah. Anthony Milchello. No, brother, brother Matt months. Peterson No, no, other centre.
0: Ryan, Phil Graham? Uh, Graham. Brother, Ashley
1: Graham. Ashley Graham. He's a cowboy. There was a, who was that uh, stocky... Gavin uh, Cooper? Gavin Cooper. 2021, they were eighth. They had a last round thrashing of the Warriors to make the eight. They were 10 and 14. Though. It was the no worst right. eighth we ever saw. The worst eight. They were shit. But they lost the last minute semifinal to the Brewsters. The Pat Herbert game.
0: And Pat Herbert, his mixed game... He made yeah.
1: up for it. He made up for oh, it. Or did he
0: have? a fun, yeah. well,
1: The talent that this team has, it's not about the talent. It's it just been, a step up this year. It's never been about the talent for the, for, for the Titans of the last couple of years. Brimson, Fafida, Tino, Campbell, Liu, I really like both of them. Proctor, Sexton. I've got... Jonathan. Nathan Jonathan. Nathan Jermaine. Aaron Clark. I don't mind him. Jared Wallace, Sam Lasonet. The window I've got open. The window's open for them. It's like cutting a fucking cutting a sash at a regional fair. We've officially declared the Gold Coast Titans premiership window is open. But what who's the number seven than the one there at dot com? At the moment, this is my biggest issue when I've got the notes here is Sexton. Toby Sexton. 7 yeah. Is he, as seven. It, Is he it? good? Because he cause he showed real signs yeah. last year, but they brought back they brought back yeah. I hate For me, their best player over the last two years, far and away their best player, has been A.J. Brimson. Now they have they have, they he, he was a manufactured fullback. He was always a half. They brought him back to fullback and he showed me things. I never knew he was capable of that. He was fucking amazing. He played well for the um the Queensland yeah. Nationals team. Yeah. He was fantastic. Now they're bringing him back to play in the half of which he was never successful, but Brimson was a bit of a laugh, you know. He reminded me of who's that? Um, that six that got injured quite a lot that had algae. Um, uh, oh, K. Algie. You remind me of Algie. He up another yeah, Gold yeah. Coast half, or the guy that ended up, yeah, uh, he, the guy who managed to get him in sixteen. Jordan uh, Reid. <laughs> Ranking, Algie, Brimson, you had this yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, nervous yeah, yeah. row of promising Gold Coast halves. And Tarnaboy. I thought we'd never yeah, yeah. see Brimson again. Comes back as a fullback. He was fucking incredible. His, his return, his kick returns, I had not seen those since Carmichael And Darius Boyd. They were fucking amazing. Pong is a coward, bro.
0: yeah.
1: Now all of a sudden, Jaden Campbell comes in, son of Preston, has a few good games, and people go bonkers for him. I would not be picking him a of Brimson. I would be putting him on the bench
0: oh, yeah, as yeah. a bit of a, like,
1: come on and do yeah. something. I admit, he did stuff. He came on, he impressed. Brimson in the halves now Sexton, plus Aaron Clark at nine, like, all of a sudden, your spine is yeah, shits. Yeah, it's like the window's open. Well, as a club... The window's open, but it's, it's got a fly screen. Yeah. As, <laughs> as a club, you've got so much for talent and Tino, Fafida, Firma, Fodewaika, Proctor, Isaac Liu, like that has to open it. But then you've got real enigmatic players like Herbert Kelly, Corey Thompson, Philip Sammy. There's just, it's just too much. It's a classic for me. How, how do you miss out David Fafida?
0: Will anyone ever again? I just, I just. He's a brown man Taylor, as you say.
1: I call him the brown Coltrane it's for a reason. I just think he's going to be one of those guys that Never fulfills his talent. Tino's the captain this year. For me, a slow start because they're going to adjust to the new six, seven, nine, 9, and 1. Now they're going to be the tortoise. We talked about yeah. the tortoise before. Yeah. I think this is the genuine tortoise. Brimson to 6, he was so good at 1. I just can't see that, that working. There's too much movement in a team that almost beat the roosters in the fucking first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a
0: very, very injury around Roosters. Let's be honest, right? top eight, they're paying two dollars
1: fifteen. They are the eighth-ranked side by the tab at um, Yeah, I have them finishing ninth. They are the new Tigers for me. They are them um, eleventh. But yeah, I mean, we need to find a uh, Tigersman to sell You've got one, haven't you? one, oh, yeah.
0: If he leaves me now It takes away the biggest part of me Ooh, no, man, please don't go and If he leaves me now It takes away the biggest part of me.